I'm not sure if I mentioned it before, but when my friend Clay Mason Bannerman and I want to impress our new lady friends, Tiffer and Mickey, we don't even have to take them to a restaurant. That's because we have an entire freezer stocked full of butcher box, and that includes high-quality meat and seafood that we can trust. It's so convenient. It's delivered right to our doorstep, and there's always free shipping. I mean, where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Tiffer and Mickey love it, and so will you. At least one of them is always around asking when the new ButcherBox is arriving. Sign up at ButcherBox.com slash mega and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free-for-a-year offer plus an additional 20 bucks off. Choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at ButcherBox.com slash mega and use code mega to choose your free-for-a-year offer plus 20 bucks off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Been waiting a really long time to announce this. Oh, yes. We have a live tour coming up. Mega Live, the Awesome Pod Tour, starts in July. That's July 31st with our kickoff show here in Los Angeles. Then we have live shows in Portland, Dallas, Chicago, Nashville, and New York City. We would love to see you there, not just because our pod is an awesome pod, but because... We have a lot of really, really funny stuff planned. It's going to be such a great show. It's going to be fantastic. So please go to the show notes right now, or I think I've mentioned it before. Clay Mason Bannerman. Uh, Megathepodcast.com, and you can get your tickets. Please come. Bring everyone you know. We would love to hang out. See you there. Let's be together live and in person. Mega is an improvised satire from the staff of a fictional mega church. I'm Hallie Labonte, and this is Mega, coming to you from Twin Hills Community Church, where every single week we give our mega church a tiny family feel. We introduce you to members of our church staff, people from our community, and I always think it's a treat, and I always think it's a treasure. Well, per usual, I'm joined by my co-host. He's the youth pastor for our high school ministry called Climax. Please welcome Gray Haas. How you doing, Gray? Oh, Hallie. Well, like the thieves said to Jesus, uh, I am hanging in there. So great. Yeah, you know, I had a really fun weekend. Um, Not sure if I've mentioned him before, but my friend Clay Clay Mason Mason Bannerman. Bannerman. Yeah, he's gotten really into flyboarding. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that, but we went out to the lake uh, this weekend and just were flying all around. What is that? 
Oh, you haven't seen that, Hallie? No. Oh, it's like, well, you have this jetpack, and you've got these boots that shoot water, and these these hand things that shoot water, and you fly around, and everyone on the beach, you know, tries to figure out, you know, why you do that. It's really fun. That's cool. It's really fun. Yeah. But, cool. um, you know, Hallie, I kind of had a sad week now that I'm thinking about it. Uh, you know, I attended a funeral back in Australia. Oh. Yeah. Of my <gasps> grandmother. Oh. Yeah. Who passed away just, you know, after a long, long battle with my grandfather. Oh, I'm so sorry, Gray. And you must be so jet lagged and exhausted. Oh, I know. Well, I mean, I actually just watched it on Zoom. So, oh. but yeah, I am totally exhausted. Oh, was uh, it a nice service? Well, you know, Hallie, it really wasn't. Um, I think I've mentioned it before way back. Clarice and Benjamin? Uh, no. My, uh, my grandmother, you know, I did have a great with re- relationship with her. And uh, she was a Chino. And oh, that's a Christian that? in name only. Uh-huh. You know, she went to church. Um, but, you know, she just really didn't have that personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Mm. So. Um, Is she the one that used to lock you in the cage in the yard? In oh, that like aluminum box thing? Yeah, that's called a chuchi box. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, they were really popular in Australia, but they've been outlawed because, um, you know, a bunch of dogs died in them. Oh, yeah. oh, was that what they were They were intended for dogs? No, actually, they were initially intended for old people. Oh. But, um, you know, my grandmother misused it and, and put us in it. But oh, Well, I know that losing someone who isn't a Christian can be so complicated. Oh, I know, Hallie. It's so hard because, you know, I really didn't like her, but I oh. did love her. And uh, because we, you know, we have to because we're Christians. And I just said, you know, it's so hard to think of her in eternal torment. But also, you know, I got locked in a hot box for a lot of days as a kid, you know. So what goes around comes around. Mm, Yeah. So were were you graveside? Did you see the burial on the Zoom? Oh, well, Hallie, this is hilarious. Um, There was some mistake with the paperwork at the funeral home. And they cremated her and <gasps> spread her ashes across the parking lot of a oh. beefaroo, which, you know, I just had to laugh because she hated that place. And, uh, you know, I, I just thought that was kind of a God thing. And, uh, you know, Jesus wasn't cremated. Right. And it, it really means that, you know, real Christians also can never be cremated. That's true. That's right. Jesus was not cremated. And that's why... We as Americans and Christians, we get embalmed, you know, we make up uh, the person's hair and we put them in a ball gown and, you know, we get preserved like beautiful pickles in expensive coffins, just like Jesus would have wanted. Exactly. You know, that reminds me, Gray, of a conversation I had with my kids this weekend. Sorry, not to make it about me. Oh, you know, yeah. Oh, no. Is, is, uh, is your son day into dead bodies again or something? We were talking about death, but no, this was actually one of my daughters. She came to me and she said, Mom, I want to be a death doula. <laughs> what? What? Which daughter? Well, the morbid one, evidently. Oh. What's death a, doula. What's a death doula? Well, I guess it's kind of like a midwife. What's you that? Know? Well, a midwife is somebody who brings a baby out of your body. You know, and Hallie, I, I really don't want to hear about that. So any hoodles, she's like, I want to get trained to help people, you know, and they die so they're not scared and they're not sad. And I'm like, hey, you know what? For Christians, death isn't scary and sad. Jesus conquered death. I don't even believe in death. Death is like hilarious to me. I I laugh at death. Then my son, Day, he comes in and he's like, well, what about Lazarus? Well, uh, I hate when he comes in. And I'm like, what about Lazarus? I mean, Jesus brought him back from the dead after he'd been rotten away for four whole days. Jesus wanted to prove that he can conquer death wherever 
whenever. I know. I think that's pretty baller if you think about it. I know. And Dave was like, no. And also I have a question. Like, why did Jesus weep? You know, the Bible says that he wept. And if he knows the future and he knows that he was about to bring Lazarus back from the dead, why was he dead? And you know what? If death isn't sad or scary, it seems like he would just be like, you know, whatever. Well, you know, maybe maybe Jesus was sad because he was like four days late for the funeral. Oh, like you with your grandma's funeral. Yeah, but, you know, I really wasn't that sad. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This podcast is sponsored by Talkspace. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. By talking or texting with a supportive, licensed therapist at Talkspace, you'll gain insights, discover truths, and experience breakthroughs that will improve how you live and how you feel. With Talkspace, Just answer a few questions online, and you'll be matched with a therapist. And because you'll meet your therapist online, you don't have to take time off work or arrange childcare. You'll meet on your schedule, whenever you feel most at ease. Plus, Talkspace works with most major insurers, and most insured members only pay a $25 copay or less. No insurance? No problem. If you want to make progress toward a mentally healthier place, Talkspace is here for you. Now get $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com. Match with a licensed therapist today at Talkspace.com. Save $80 with code SPACE80 at Talkspace.com. Well, just like the church is the bride of Christ, our guest today prepares brides for Christ. It's Christina Credenza. Hi, I'm so happy to be here. I'm I'm just so thrilled to be talking about our young bridal women serving their purpose and sending them off into that life of homemaking and celibacy with one husband. Oh, that is really special. Christina, just to give people a little bit of a background, you have one of the most popular outreach ministries here at Twin Hills, which is basically, from what I understand, and I don't know a lot about it because I'm not married, but, uh, you know, it, uh, giving young women that, uh, that bachelorette of their dreams before they are married. So tell us a little bit about Bride of Christ and uh, what, what you all are up to. As you know, most important day in a woman's life is the day she gets baptized. But second is the day that she signs away her life rights to her husband. Oh, yes. And we like to get her just good and goosed up for that. But you know, Normal bachelor activities, they're full of sin. Mm-hmm. It's just a real heathen pot mm-hmm. of, of cess mm-hmm. and, and pool and a cesspool. Mm. And so we like to give them a good fun time, but put a little, you know, spin on some of the devil's activities and make them more Christ-like so that our girls are good and ready to become monogamous with one man, but then hopefully stop sleeping with him and be celibate with one man. That is really exciting. And I can tell you've been in the sun, uh, you know, you're a bit tan. Did you just get back from a trip? I did just get back from a trip. Okay, so first off, it's all about location, location, location. Mm-hmm. You got to take the girls somewhere fabulous, somewhere they don't think they can go when they're a married woman. So I like to take them to the mall. Um, but we go to the 
we go to the naughty stores. Oh, is that right? right? Yes, we we take we take them to we take them to uh, first we go by Sbarro's um, because you know that's that kind of quality food is not good for a young woman when she is you know here to serve her purpose, which is being home at five when her husband comes home, and you know she needs to have her mind right. So we just take her to Sbarro's for one, one little lap around a meatball sub just to get her last kicks in. That awesome. is amazing. I just never think of Sbarro. Yeah, have you guys had Sbarro's? Uh, well, oh, I, don't, I, you can admit it here. Oh, I love Sbarro. I love. I'm gonna go for a cheese slice. I'm gonna go for a pepperoni slice. I'll even go for a calzone if I'm really hankering and hungry. I've never been. Ooh, Hallie, my, I, I hope you're washing that away with Christ's blood the next day. <laughs> well, I do. I, sometimes I know that I use food as an issue of trying to feel some some type of pleasure, you know. Um, and yeah. I know that's not how we're supposed to use food. You know, our body is the temple, you know. That's right. And you are you as a woman are not supposed to feel pleasure. So you shouldn't be getting it in any form, ideally. Mm. That's true. That's true. I try to comfort myself with food. And I know I do it. I know I drove through a Krispy Kreme <laughs> this week. And I have been feeling bad ever since. But you know what? It's easy when you're a bride and you have a wedding date. It's easy to say, I'm not going to eat anything white for the solid nine months or however long you're engaged. I'm only going to eat vegetables and, you know, raw meat or whatever it takes. It's easy when you have a an end date, you know, that, you know, you can have a Krispy Kreme at the end. Yeah. Well, let me give you a little diet trick then because it is easy when you are engaged and you are a bride. But here's the thing. The day you are born, you are engaged to isn't God. Right? Uh, and the day you get married is when you die and go and meet him in heaven. So that. essentially you're always preparing for your wedding day with God and you always want to look your best. Oh, oh man, I need cool to be better with this it. body. I'm going to be very honest with you. So it starts with a Sabaro trip. I guess, wow, this is interesting. So are you going to a mall in another city or are you staying local? Oh no, we, well, see, we go to the outlet malls, oh, you know, God. where the cast off goods mm-hmm. are. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's, it's always outside. So you get a little walk around. Well, then we like to get our party favors out. And as you may know, if it's a regular bachelorette, they like to display phallic yep. emblems uh, yep. on really? their heads as crowns. Sick. sick. And phallic emblems as straws, you know, where everything looks like a penile uh, organ. Mm-hmm. This is insane. But I've never we, even heard of this. We want to give our girls that bachelor experience. So we do give them penile crowns, but it is Christ's penile. I have to be honest with you, Christina. I have, until this very moment, I just realized I have never imagined or even thought of the fact that Christ was a male. And so he had to have one, and I never even yeah. pictured it or thought about it. Yeah, I don't know why he would, Ellie. I mean, he must have peed out of it. I doubt he did Ellie. anything else with it. No, absolutely not. I mean, you know, it, but he he did have to have a Gentile member. Well, I think it was definitely a Jewish member, not a Gentile member. But I do uh, just want to point that out. So, you know, I do want to bring us back, I think, just to the event itself. So, you know, you're back, at, you're at the outlet malls. Um, you, you know, you're wearing the funny hats and what are these ladies getting into? Because I think guys are always a bit, uh, you know, suspect of like, what do they talk about? What are they up to? Yeah. Well, girls who, you know, maybe they get too close to their best friend or whatever. I feel like ladies are always looking for a reason to be gay. You know, that's right. And you know what? What better chance than at a bachelorette party with a bunch of women, which is why the bachelorettes we have are just the bride, their mother, and myself. So you're not just the organizer. You also go as a chaperone type of thing? Yeah, I'm the best friend. I'm the maid of honor. I'm the chaperone. Then they have their mother. Then they have me. So if they want to be gay, it's going to have to be with one of us. And I am not going to do it unless I'm not going to do it. No, I don't get a single gay vibe coming off of you, Christina. Not one. I can't say that for the moms, but... I know I'm not doing it. Well, I think this is so positive. Uh, and I, I do, I think it's a perfect time to uh, find out, um, you know, are you married, uh, Christine? Well, you know, I'm engaged first and foremost to God as 
previously stated. Awesome. But beside of that, I have unfortunately had 19 failed engagements. Oh, oh no. One nine? Yeah. 19. I, you know, I, I keep saying 20th is the charm, but it's I've been a bit of a dry spell. <gasps> Always and, the betrothed, never the betrothed, huh? That's right. Always a bridesmaid, never uh, a woman of God. Man. Wow. And I just, oh, I want to be in, in God's good grace so bad, which means I do need to, you know, uh, I do need to pay patronage to a husband, but it is it is not looking good for me you don't look a day over 30 and so i'm just trying to put that together that's maybe a few engagements a year basically what's happening is sometimes i do two at once just to see if one will work out in my favor smart and then unfortunately that's often been the cause of them breaking up because they don't out about each other and somehow not understand i'm just trying to guarantee a husband Yeah. yeah yeah shots on goal shots on goal now I do want to point out maybe what could be a silver lining just to give you a word basket of encouragement christina is that there's something so fun about being engaged and um, the anticipation of how good that Christian married sex is going to be, that monogamous sex in the beginning, which you mentioned does turn into celibacy. Um, I don't know uh, if you uh, were just referencing it as as if that is what just naturally happens, which as a married woman, I can tell you that is yeah, the nat- truth. God's natural way. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but you get to live in the anticipatory land of the wonderful sex that is coming rather than getting married and then being done with it. You know what I mean? I mean, if I can be honest on this podcast, and I I do hope there are no children below five listening to this podcast, but wow, isn't a good dry hump just, there's just nothing better you know, and I'm fine. It's just, and when you are engaged, you you know, I the Lord says you can dry hump when engaged. That I mean, I, I'm sure that's in stone somewhere because you're not technically doing anything, but you know you're going to get engaged. So, I mean, I have just about rubbed my body organs off with a strong pair of Levi's up against it a few times. Oh, yeah. There can be abrasions from gene sex, and I tell my kids that all the time. But I do remember a good, um, I remember getting a little bit, um, you know, feeling aroused from when I could tell a, a gentleman was, you know, popping a denim canopy down there really? and whatnot. And um, and uh, it is. I almost like the anticipation better because then, you know, Christina, you don't know this, not having had sex before, but like it's it's got a lot of hype. It's really built up. And then when you finally do it the first time, it's not pleasant at all. And then after that, you kind of just really all you have to do is lay flat and give the guy his 10. And usually in under 10 minutes, he can be, you know, wham, bam, and you can get back to, you know, watching your programs or whatever you enjoy. Oh, wow. That you know, It sounds so beautiful the way you say it. I am really looking forward to that in my life. And I do hope I find that special person for myself. You know, um, okay, that's really interesting, Hallie, and maybe more than we wanted to know. But, you know, something that I thought was fun on the pamphlet that you uh, hand out for Bride of Christ oh, is... Oh, a great pamphlet. Oh, great pamphlet. And I really did love that... Um, uh, everybody gets to go to the the nailed to the cross uh, nail salon as part of the the bridal package. And get that nailed, really fun. That's right, and, and get nailed. Which you know, it is misleading on the pamphlets. Okay, um, and a lot of girls are very excited for that portion of the day, but it is in fact a manicure. Oh, okay. And still, it's just you, the bride, the bride's mom, and that's and that's it. Just the three of you all day long. Yes, that's right. The three of us all day long. And, you know, sometimes a grandmother will join um, and I will allow it. And sometimes uh, one of the bride's actual friends will come and I will have her citizens arrested. But mostly that is the group. Yeah. With the pedicure, do they do like a, a Christ-like foot washing? Like, you know, Jesus did with the disciples. That's right. It's so innovative, I think, what you're doing, because, you know, most churches, they leave the bachelorette parties up to the brides. And I think what we do is you are providing this awesome ministry. And is this, you know, is this paying the bills? Is this a full-time thing now? Oh, gosh. You know, I wish, I wish it was. 
But this is a volunteer service that I do out of the goodness of my own heart. And I actually work over at Sugar Bees, oh, which is, uh, yeah, I don't know if you've heard of sugaring, but it's a fancy type of bikini wax that um, uses the Lord's honey to sugar the hair off your body. Awesome. I do work there. Yes, but I do not do the waxing. I am in charge of throwing away all of the little um, honey balls that are covered in pubes. So that's what I do. I just kind of run around the salon all day. I, I, you know, grab up all the honey balls, grab the extra hair around, dab it around, stick, 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 you know, and I throw those away. And that is, that's how I pay my rent to God, but also to my landlord. Oh, okay. I mean, and, and you don't take the ladies to, to, to do that, I assume. No, 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 no. Because, you know, it, as the Bible says, uh, you know, there was a burning bush mm. and uh, is a full bush because it had to catch on fire. And that is what women should go into marriage with a very full bush that should their husband want to light it on fire, they could. Well, you can, if it's in the bonds of marriage, it's a-okay. That's right. And you cannot report it to the cops or any person of authority because they will not believe you because God told them not to. That's a little tip I give to every bride before they go into their marriage. And once you marry that man, basically what your wedding vows are is um, you're releasing consent for the rest of your life. So your husband doesn't ever have to get consent because you gave it to him that day on your wedding day. That's right. And you know, that is why your father walks down the aisle because your father consents for you your whole life. Then he gives that consent to your husband. So if you ever know consent a day in your life, you should burn in hell because that is not for you. It's for a man around you. If you don't have a dad, no, you know, some random guy will do. Just kind of anyone who's not you is always better than you is my philosophy. Well, yeah. I mean, because we're emotional and not to be trusted. Christina, while I have you, you mentioned sugar, sugaring, and that sugar can take some pubes off. And I have all, I can't wait to meet God at the pearly gates and say, you know, if women, if it is really truly an abomination for a gal to have armpit hair, leg hair, uh, you know, bikini line hair, why is it there? If, it, if we are, I mean, I know we are not supposed to have it. And I have tried to go and get these waxes before I go to my, uh, get my regular pelvic exam from my, from my gynae, just so that he's not horrified, you yes. know, of the full burning bush. And Cause I don't know what's going on down there. Honestly, I oh. haven't looked and I haven't, you know, touched and um, how, how does the sugar take it off? And do you recommend that for women? That Why, why is God putting hair where it shouldn't be? You know, it, it is our test. And, you know, a burning bush is for your husband to repel him from your vagine. As you all know, but God, God likes that beef pure and clean. Now, ideally, all those, your pubes would fall out naturally. Uh, but I do have to recommend sugaring if you, if you want to meet your man with a clean beef. So if you if you want to come into the salon, I'm happy to get the best you know sugar roller up on you. Oh, awesome. But if you're a thrifty gal, just get a little bit of brown sugar, some lemon juice, hmm. some honey, some mayonnaise, pop it in the microwave, rub it all around, rub it all around. Put on your tightest pair of Levi's, keep them on for three days, take them off. It will be painful. But at the end of it, you, there will be a little massacre down there, and you will not have many pube soldiers left. Yeah, you know, oh, I'm sorry. I just it, There's no way that we can talk about this anymore. Quick question. I might do the home remedy uh, simply because if I did have a gal go down there with some sugar, I would be afraid I was gay. Yeah, you know what? I would be afraid of the same thing. Did you grow up knowing Christ in your family? It just sounds like uh, you probably had uh, really amazing um, role models of Christ in your life. I did. I did. I had amazing, amazing role models. Um, my mother and my father ran a small Christ group in a tent outside of Spokane, Washington. Oh. And there was about 20 of us in the tent. We lived there. We went to the doo-doo there. We ate there. We went to church there. 
And I watched my mother and father just happily fornicate for several years until their celibate phage. And that is where I learned all of my principles until a small police brigade broke us up over a a, a, a racketeering sort of uh, accusation from the devil that that ends just there's a documentary about it on HBO actually for interested you can see me in it I'm a little girl really okay. that's awesome racketeering you, what is that no I don't one knows know. no, one, no knows one knows what racketeering, racketeering is. is it's just, just so strange no one knows I think it's a word they made mm. up to split up our tent mm. oh, wow. because that tent was you could just feel God in there every day and sometimes God felt so bad just oh it felt like you should just die but that was god and mm-hmm. we i learned to love mm-hmm. it and god will never give you something you can't handle do you guys have you met me you spent time with me what do you think i am doing wrong because i just want that crown in my body so bad but from a real man and i would just do anything for it yeah that's the lust of the flesh it is real i'll tell you what i'm looking at when i look at you christina i think honestly that you're really too beautiful and that guys probably get very intimidated. You have a very mathematically perfect face. So you always keep a beautiful red lip. You got great eyebrows. It does. You don't even seem to need mascara, which is a can't leave the house without. You have the cute bangs, the long, luscious locks. You have those. You have more legs than a bucket of chicken. God gave you something upstairs and in the back. I mean, you're curvy in all the right spots. And I honestly think that it intimidates men. To be Hallie, can I stop you right there? I do need to remind you, I will not go gay. I will not go gay. I've made a promise to the Lord. And sure, do I want it? Yes. Do I hear you say all those things? I think about it. Yes. Do I know that the hole inside that crown looks nice, but I will not do it. So I just need to stop you right there. But thank you. Okay. Thank you very much. It actually helps my self-esteem. But uh-uh. yeah, you know, I could give just uh, some different feedback too. Uh, might be, you know, I think sometimes what guys are really looking for is just someone who is uh, a helpmate, a companion, someone who is going mm-hmm. to let him lead. You know, the Hebrew word for man is ish, which is the one who penetrates. You know, he's up there at the front, yeah. sort of like leading the charge. And then isha, which means the one who receives. And I mm-hmm. think sometimes, you know, when we when we see someone who's so full of energy and kind of out there, uh, maybe doing a little bit more ishing and a little less isha-ing, uh, then, then guys might, yeah, like, like Hallie said, a, a little intimidated. So um, I guess my feedback yeah. would be... Uh, yeah, it just sometimes seems like a lot. That's so helpful. That It's just so nice to hear from a man about how to be a woman. It really Well, I helps. love to give feedback, and I'm here anytime. Wow. Yeah. Wow. But, you know, that really hits. And I got to tell you, I have heard that before. And I've got, in different ways. Never said so beautifully and so eloquently. But I did have, um, pardon my language, but I did have a fiance tell me to back the f- off. And uh, it's just hitting me now that maybe what you're, I need to, in my ashe a little amore. Right. Now, Christina, um, I just feel like, you know, God has made you so, he has made you so perfectly and set you on such a perfect path because who better to volunteer to help brides have a bachelorette than someone who's been engaged 19 times. And in those 19 times, have you had a bachelorette party each time and, and learn stuff um, so that you could bring oh, it to gosh. your business? Every, every single time. Wow, okay. Really? I do something a little special for myself and my bachelorette, oh. parties, which is that I go to um, Magic Mike XL. Okay. And I see if I am strong enough in God to not volunteer to be the woman that they pick up and put on the drum set and she faces his crotch and he faces her and then he plays the drum and it rains on them. And I do have to say, I I do always end up volunteering and I feel so bad about it. And maybe this is why I never get married because I always put my hand up and I'm always, I always put my hand up and I'm never chosen. And, but you know, I, I'm hoping one day I am strong enough to keep my hand in my pocket the way Lord wanted it, but not near my 
crotch. Well, that might be the Holy Spirit directing that um, male stripper to not pick you. You know, that could be God's oh. his saving grace looking out for you. Oh, gosh, it must be. Are you currently sure engaged? I am. Yes. Yes. Oh, how did I feel to mention that? <laughs> yes. Yes, I am. Who's the lucky guy? It is a man from the tent. Oh, wow. Um, so, you know, some some could say we were childhood lovers. There's that early connection. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, that early connection. So he's an older gentleman. So I do have hope that it will work out because I don't see him having many prospects. Um, but every time I'm with him, God, I just want to throw up. Just, now, as a married woman, is that a normal feeling? Is it, the, if it, is it his smell or is it his presence or is it the thought of potentially being with him uh, physically and nuptially? Oh, gosh. I would say it's a, a vibrant cocktail of all three. But you do need to picture the fact that he does only have one tooth and it's not the tooth you think. Christina Credenza was played by the lovely Chelsea Devantes. She has a fantastic podcast. It's called Celebrity Book Club, and you need to go listen to that right now. And then check out all her great work by following her at Chelsea Devantes. I'm Holly Laurent playing Hallie Labonte, and Gray House was played by Greg Hess. Follow us and Mega the Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. And if you really want to get out of hell free card, support us on Patreon. The link is in the show notes. <laughs>